Hello, hello, and welcome to Not So Good Ideas Podcast. I'm Bree here with Eleni. Hi, and welcome to another episode where we talk about interior design and try to entertain you guys at the same time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're rhyming. <laughs> so what's going on? What's up? Oh, not much. How are you? Good. Excited. We're going to Chickenies this weekend in Atlanta. So that's my good idea. <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't realize it was this weekend. Yeah. So trying to plan out our outfits. It's obviously not Coachella or anything crazy like that, but mm-hmm. still got to be prepared. Ooh. Yeah. You have some fun outfits? No. Uh. <laughs> Yes, you do. I know you. I got to recycle some. I got to look through the the archives and see if I have anything fun. I know you. You always have good style, so you're going to pull something together. I'll be I'm, waiting for those photos. I'm one of those people that like likes to buy new clothes for like those events, but I haven't had. My budget does not permit this month because of mm-hmm. taxes. Yeah, I... We have a wedding coming up and I want to get like a nice dress, like not something cheaply made, you know, mm-hmm. but because it's a wedding and I want it to be like really formal. They're not cheap and not. I'm not, it seems like everything like on every website is exactly the same. Or am I crazy? No, I think it is. And I feel like that's why I haven't bought anything in a long time because there's nothing like exciting. <laughs> it, I'm, or it's like a mini skirt the size of my thumb. And it's like, I don't want to wear that. (laughs) I was just talking about that today, or not today, but like recently, like I saw the recent fashion week and I was like, oh no, like it's all mini skirts. Like, is that so, is that, I'm not wearing that. Like, can they pick another trend to come out because I'm not doing that? No, or like, I keep seeing these beautiful dresses, like, I want a long dress, Mm -hmm. but they all have these crazy cutouts. Like, I like a little cutout, but it's like slit down the entire center of the dress and the whole waist and half the stomach is out. And I'm like, I can't wear that with someone's mom in the room. (laughs) Basically (laughs) naked. In front of the priest. (laughs) In front of the priest. (laughs) Exactly. that (laughs) yeah i guess that is a (laughs) toss-up it's like why is everyone wearing this like and so confident like you guys go but i can't do it i think if we were like still in college probably for sure yeah maybe i I don't know even like people our age and older like trying to rock that and like for them but They're in that world where it's, like, okay to be cool and edgy and fashionable. Like, I can't dress like that. And then, you know, my client sees it and they're like, whoa. Yeah, it's just not not the vibe for us anymore. (laughs) No, it was in school, but not anymore. Sad for us. We got old. Yeah. (laughs) Not that old, but (laughs) mentally. We got mentally old real fast. I think I aged like 40 years. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> well, I still have my teddy bear right next to, next to you. I'm like, yeah, I'm so old. I still cuddle with my bear when I go to sleep. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. 
It's called anxiety, okay? <laughs> Speaking of. It's our topic for today. <clears throat> anyway, so. Yes. Do you have a good idea? <laughs> well, my good idea is I'm, I know like four podcasts ago we said we were going <clears> to <throat> start working out. Mm-hmm. And Eleni got her pass to the gym. How's that been going? I have uh, skipped a couple of weeks, but uh, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Don't call me out on on live television right now. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> um, no, I have not been working out like I was planning on, but you know, I have that wedding coming up. Right. It's about to be warm weather, mm-hmm. and. I'm just not like ready for that. So I need to start working out. So yesterday I went on like a really long run. Yay. Workout, like a high intensity workout. And I've been trying to get back into it. That's good. Is that like your, do you like high intensity or are you more like a low intensity girl? Do you like switch it up a little bit? Um, I try to switch it up. I used to do more like weights, like just reps with weights but now that i'm just like trying to shed mm-hmm. not necessarily tone i'm just You're not trying like, to shred <laughs> i'm not trying to shred shed <laughs> shred <laughs> what whatever one <laughs> no i'm saying like shred the gnar yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are we even saying right now we're tired <laughs> Anyways, yes, I um I'm trying to shred. <laughs> you mean shed? I'm shred the weight. Shed the weight. <laughs> I was saying like you're not trying to shred. <laughs> I get it, but now I'm like confused on my words. <laughs> no, shed is right. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to shed the weight off. Yeah. So I'm not toning, I'm just shedding. Mm-hmm. So I've been running and like jumping jacks and squats, oh, the basic workouts, so that I can just like, you know, get get back into shape a little bit. That's good. I feel like that's a good good starting point. Okay. Well, okay. do you have a not so good idea? I had a couple, and I cannot choose between the two. One has to do with work and one has to do with um, something I just watched. Mm. Which one would you rather one or the other? Which one are you I more think interested you should in? Share both. Okay. <laughs> for the people. Okay. The first one is for work. And it's just like, it's just something that's been bugging me for a while is when. I type like a full descriptive email that gives you like every piece of information you could possibly need for you to not call me because I don't like talking on the phone. I have social anxiety. And yet I still get a call asking me questions that were all the answers are on the email. In fact, I will pull up the email and answer what I already wrote in the email, like word for word. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. Got it, got it, got it. And I'm like, 
you just okay i spent two hours writing that email because there was so much information on it (laughs) and then i just spent another hour and a half talking to you on the phone to give you the same exact answers i just feel like people need to read thoroughly Mm -hmm. before they start getting puzzled and want to call somebody and ask them a question (laughs) like just read it again read it one more time and it might go through just just be aware (laughs) if you're the one giving the call like just read it one more time and see if you can get your answers because it really irks me when you're wasting my time even more no I know exactly what you mean I feel like everyone I don't like to talk on the phone either and it's like everyone wants to talk on the phone Mm -hmm. they don't want to send an email like no some people even make me like place full orders over the phone and I'm like yeah <laughs> and I feel like it's like I'd rather have it in email because I'd rather have it in writing like I want you to email me back and confirm like understood you know so that way anything ever happens like you can go back to the emails and be like you said you read it <laughs> uh, we just had an issue with that we placed an order for something over the phone and the guy was like yeah 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 but we also sent him an email with like all the stuff in it like we want this 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 and basically he was um you know how you can get like light switches programmed and they'll say like living room Mm -hmm. on the actual light switch Mm -hmm. so basically we asked him to make these light switches that said living room pendant lights reading light you know all that yeah He's like, okay, got it, got it, got it. And then basically we waited four months and we finally get the package in and we ordered brown, like a dark brown color switch because there's like a dark wallpaper. Mm-hmm. And they, we opened the box. They're white. They're like a yellow white for one. Aww. Then they say things like art. Um, and then another one says like, Something about like party light, it's like something really strange. And we're just looking at them like, did this guy like give us someone else's order or like, are we mistaken here? Like party light. Literally, it was like, I'm like, what are these lights? It made no sense. Like none of the engravings made any sense and they weren't the right color. So we called him and we're like, uh, sir, we sent you an email with the long list of everything we wanted. He, like, apparently never even read the email. Of course. See? <laughs> this is what I mean. <laughs> we had to reorder. I tell you what. Like, it's it's there. Like, you can, it's almost like a little library. If you are confused, you can go back, look at an email, like, reread it, make sure you're, mm-hmm. you know, all caught up on what you need to do. But people don't read the fine print emails (laughs) they do not it's like a skimming like your mind automatically skims the email yeah and i have to like force myself to reread it and like get all the info yeah like i've done it like i've read something and then i like thought it was like totally different from what it actually was and then i read it again i'm like oh okay that makes sense Mm -hmm. so like i know from experience i just have to read it twice and so should everybody else (laughs) Everybody read your emails twice. And don't call me because I don't want to talk on the phone. 
<laughs> Nobody does. I don't either. I really don't like it. No. And it's always like, hey, I just wanted to call you because it'd be quicker. And I'm like, no. and it's never quicker (laughs) it's literally because then they're like okay can you put that all back in an email and i'm like but i already did i don't want to write like can you just go back and read yeah just type in a lenny and it'll pop up because i'm sure you're not emailing any other lennies and you'll have the whole email right there exactly what i said Mm-hmm. or you know what irks me is when you like your name is on the email and then they still somehow like my name is my email address and they still will say hi Bree b-r-i-e-e or i like just the most random e-e like what i hate that that is my biggest pet peeve especially because like i take so much time to like make sure i'm spelling their name right especially when it's like you know a cooler name like something yes. different and i'm like okay focus and sometimes you can just copy and paste words from their email into the header exactly <laughs> like how are you clearly people don't care like we do because if i did that i would be so embarrassed yeah and there's like one vendor that particularly spells my name wrong every single email and i've been emailing her for the past like three years and it has (laughs) never been right and she has like an interesting name and i always spell her name right and i'm like what why is this so hard it's like elaine alanu alani i've gotten breeze before (laughs) breeze like the breeze in the air (laughs) that was that was it for me (laughs) oh my god i'm gonna start calling you breeze now people just like they just make it up and they're like that's what that sounds good (laughs) send that email oh man okay okay good well what's your other not so good idea Oh my gosh. Okay, so I just started watching this documentary on HBO. It's called Not So Pretty. It's basically um, calling out all these like companies that either make like beauty products, cleaning products, this, this, and that, and how like it's super harmful for you. And even if it says it's like clean, it's actually not. It's just really stressing me out because I have hundreds of dollars of makeup that I can't afford to throw away. So (laughs) I decided to not continue watching it because (laughs) a lot of the things they're saying I use. Oh, no. Um, Like, for instance, like a lot of eyeshadows have talk. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have talk in them, which contains asbestos. And I learned that it's merely impossible to remove asbestos from talk because they grow in the same place. Um, so we're basically just bring, breathing all of that in and people are <laughs> getting sick I and dying. saw that. I saw. You watched like, it? I haven't seen the, the documentary, but Uh-oh. I saw someone posting about it and they're like, get rid of all your products that have this ingredient in them because it's going to make everyone sick in the future Mm -hmm. and it freaked me out Mm -hmm. and like baby powder was like a big one like johnson johnson baby powder and it's like i mean it makes sense because it's like you're pumping out all that powder and you're breathing it in whether it's through your nose or your mouth like you and your baby and i'm like after years of use yeah you will get sick like Mm -hmm. 
that is just not okay <laughs> i remember like right when i had willow um that all that johnson and johnson stuff came out and they like got in huge trouble and like all their products got like they had oh. a bunch of crazy stuff in them but they're still selling like yeah they're getting away with it still yeah and i they found just, like, out it's because like the way they test it and get away with it and like saying that it's like asbestos free is they can take like a full truckload of this talk that comes in is it talk or caulk i don't don't know i think it's with a t yeah yeah talk (laughs) Mm -hmm. they get this full truckload that comes in and all they have to do is test a teaspoon of that truckload and if it's asbestos free in that one tiny little teaspoon then it gets to go into production oh my god (laughs) that's crazy yeah, so it's really just making me not trust anyone or anything. Basically. It's all a scam. Mm-hmm. They just they just want us to die. <laughs> they really don't care. It's all about money. Like it's so true. Yeah, it's insane. But anyways, yeah. Anyways, okay. What's a not so good idea you had? <laughs> I'm gonna remember not to watch that so I don't scare myself. Yeah, don't. I didn't even finish the first episode. I was like. Ah, I learned what I needed to learn. <laughs> I can't yes. watch this. But my not so good idea is um so one of our clients, actually a lot of our clients when they come to us at the beginning, they say, "Oh, I like restoration hardware." Mm. Like a lot of people do, which okay, I mean, they have some things, some good basics, I'll right. say. Like some good basics, but that's what it is. It's basic and mm-hmm. you need like other things to, you know, like if you're going to get something from restoration hardware, make sure you're getting like other like unique. Cool yeah. Items. Yeah. Like I just, I'm not the biggest fan, <laughs> but they do have good basics. So right. I'll give them that. And they're still pretty expensive for like, you know, they're not designer. How cheaply well they're made. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly it's very cheaply made so Mm -hmm. basically our client bought they decided they wanted to buy their table their dining room table and it's from restoration hardware (laughs) and everything else in the house is like hand-picked custom really nice took years to get there you know long time (laughs) and then they have this restoration hardware table and it's one of those live edge wood tables that everybody loves right but it has cracks in it because it's supposedly live edge and like in the on the top of the table there's like cracks deep cracks that go all the way through so like if you spill your water like these cracks are meant to be there but if you spill or if your if your cup is like um moist like if Mm -hmm. you get an ice water and if it's you know you know what i'm saying yeah leaks down condensation yeah it's gonna get all over the floor or like if you are eating at your table and there's crumbs they're gonna get stuck in those cracks that's terrible yeah so they bought this expensive table from restoration hardware and now they're having like all these troubles with it so we brought in our faux finisher guy mm-hmm. and he comes and like looks at it and he's like, okay, I'm going to try and fill all these cracks. Well, he's been filling them and it's taken him like four weeks. 
to fill these cracks. Like, how big gone. is the table? It's like pretty big. Like, a, it fits eight seats. Okay. So it's not too big, but like, there's long, deep cracks. Like, it's a thick table. So, like, the cracks are all the way through. <laughs> so, that's awful. Yeah. So he's like filling them, like, does a coat, has to let it dry, comes back the next week does another like over and over again and finally he just finished and like he had to sand down the whole table mm-hmm. and reseal it mm-hmm. and so now basically they've spent even more than if we would have just gotten like a nice custom table <laughs> just because they wanted this restoration hardware table so it's ended up being like this huge nightmare i'm shaking my head <laughs> I am shaking my head. I have uh, no words. <laughs> it's just like the things you have to deal with. It's really, and it's ridiculous too, because you could pay the same amount for something to be custom made, like by hand, mm-hmm. and have like great quality come out of it versus like something that is like mass produced and you are not guaranteed quality or really like that much of a warranty for how much it costs and people are settling for it just because of the name yeah the name and like the convenience Mm -hmm. but it's not like it seems convenient but it's not like in the end no i just have beef with rh oh i do too i will never (laughs) use them nope 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 (laughs) and like on all of their product images it says like in the fine print like just so you know, may not look actually look like this when you receive it. Like, <laughs> it might be broken and full cracks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just, anyways, so that's my that's, not so good idea. That makes my stomach hurt, especially with how much it costs. Even like with our discount, like the designer discount, it's really not that much it's cheaper. Not, and it was an expensive table. With that price, like, on top of our faux finisher all of his time like going in and doing that week after week and like how much work he spent <laughs> like they could have gotten something insane like a crazy table that is crazy it's just some like those things like don't click sometimes with the client and it makes me really sad like even though we've explained it over and over again <sighs> in the end they get what they want and that's okay they're paying but still like we we've been through the heartache with them so like we have experience for what happens in these scenarios it really is and don't get me wrong like really nice items can come in damaged Mm -hmm. but i don't know it's less often you know it is so so today's topic is something that I'm sure a lot of us have gone through or are in, <laughs> especially people in the creative world. I have to say, I feel like it's it's much more prevalent in that world, but it is burnout. And we're just going to be diving into it, you know, signs of burnout how you can try to avoid it but research says it is inevitable (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. And we've both been through it. So like this is coming from a place of us trying to help everyone else and share our experience and what helps us. Yeah. And how we cope. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> how we get through. Yeah. I want to say it all started in college. <laughs> As it typically does. I feel like we were put in some pretty stressful scenarios. Um, if you guys don't know, SCAD goes by a quarter base schooling or classes how do you say scat is quarter based and so you basically have 10 weeks for each class from start to finish like beginning to midterm to final and while that may sound enticing (laughs) it is not and so i feel like they Well, not the school. I don't want to say the school. Okay, let's just rephrase this. I feel like as a culture, it is encouraged to like work hard, play hard. But really all that is is just work hard and then pass out hard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like we would spend hours upon hours, like just literally like working our butts off, like until like the end and then when we got to the end like I we were not I wasn't satisfied like Mm -hmm. I just I wasn't happy and I feel like you have all that time to kind of like rest and recuperate or a lot of people like got internships but that was the last thing I wanted to do like I was so tired and I'm sure you were too like it was just Mm -hmm. way too much and I think like in that setting where you're a student like it's really easy to get burnt out because like that's what you're supposed to do you're supposed to work hard you're paying all this money to go to this like very expensive school and you don't want to let anybody down and so it's almost like that's where we started letting it be okay I think (laughs) (laughs) yeah I agree with that I think um that took it well for me probably you too like it took you wanting to do well to like a whole nother level and Mm -hmm. there's like so much competition and like not with other people i mean yes but like also with yourself like you're seriously trying to be like the best Mm -hmm. designer in the world and you're literally like in college (laughs) (laughs) um and it gets like really ridiculous like not only are you spending hours upon hours we were spending like days like with no sleep like no like no nothing and it was I mean, I already had anxiety, but mm-hmm. that definitely like shot it through the roof for me. And the burnout was like out of control. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure like the saying there was like, it's literally survival of the fittest. Like whoever can take that much stress and like that much lack of sleep will make it in the end. Like that's what I got out of that. It's true. I think we were all like pushing ourselves like way too far, but the biggest red flag was when I was like Googling like how many nights of no sleep can you have before you start seeing like health effects. And it was like first night, like 
second night third night and then it was like by the fourth night like you could die and i was like oh man i'm on night number four (laughs) oh no (laughs) And, and then it was like night five or day five you have like neurological like permanent damage Damage. from not sleeping because like you're not letting your body reset and so um safe to say (laughs) we started pretty bad habits pretty early on yeah burnout um and I feel like going into the workplace I feel like that's kind of the same mentality I brought over at least was like you know work hard till it gets done and there's no like continuous productive flow like it's like all at once or none you know Mm -hmm. know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah I definitely feel the same way I'm literally like non-stop until I crash and burn (laughs) I feel like I'm that way with a lot of things in life. Maybe it's from like school and that's like, that's just what we learned. But now I'm like, I'm always like taking things to the maximum level, (laughs) like parenting, uh, design, like art, like literally every aspect of my life. And it definitely, I feel the burnout too. It's hard. And I feel like it's hard to avoid it, too, because I feel like in the creative world, there's no I want to say like there's no like set schedule, like there's no like, you know, you go into an Excel sheet all day and that's all you do or you're writing I don't know papers or prompts all day and that's what you do like in the creative world, like every day is different. And so there's no really like gauging when you can slow down. I think that's probably the hardest part. And like, if you stop, like you stand still, like you feel like you're being unproductive, then it just adds into that stress and into that anxiety. But it's like, I don't, it seems like hard to ever stop. I don't know. Like, I don't know anyone in our industry that ever like slows down. <laughs> you just, <laughs> I, I know of one person in our industry that slowed down only because they were like forced to after like years of burnout. <laughs> so oh, no. I'm trying not to get to that point. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's like a there's like stages and signs where you can kind of gauge if you're coming close to burnout, which we've just recently learned mm-hmm. because I feel like we don't really practice this that often in our own lives but we're trying to get better yeah. because it's hard when you live in a world where everyone it seems like everyone is successful or everyone is like pushing really hard to be the best and like I want to be the best too so yeah, we all do <laughs> yeah so you kind of push yourself until you can't go any farther and then you keep pushing mm-hmm. and that's kind of when burnout happens So I feel like personally, when I start feeling the symptoms of burnout, it's like at the very beginning, like I have all these ideas, like I'm really excited to work and like I'm really excited for like a new project or something new that's going on. And like I'm investing like all the time and energy into it. And then I start to, I don't know. 
it's not like a spiral <laughs> but it's more like I start to doubt like everything that I like worked so hard like the past few weeks like trying to do and then it like even leads into like my personal life like I'll be like okay I'm gonna wake up early I'm gonna clean I'm gonna eat good I'm gonna work out I'm gonna this I'm gonna do that I'm gonna take my dogs for a walk like when I'm like high I'm like really really high and I get like really excited and then it's like those feelings last for I want to say a week (laughs) (laughs) and then it like slowly starts going downhill where I just like when I get home I literally don't want to do anything like I don't want to cook I don't want to clean I don't even want to talk like I just want to turn on the tv and like shut off and then I'm just like lethargic and like super tired and even though like I'll probably get like enough rest that night like the next day like I'm like extremely exhausted and I feel like I've lost all motivation and then it just kind of like starts sinking into this like black hole and then like all of a sudden one day I'm like okay I'm out of it time to go again like it's like I fall until I recharge and then I'm like Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel the same way I feel like I have the same like initial feeling with the new project and it's all like about that adrenaline like you you're getting like adrenaline from this like new oh my gosh a new project like new ideas new 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 you know like you're Mm -hmm. getting this high off of it and then like once you're deep into the project then you're like uh like I'm sick of working on this project (laughs) and you've like pushed it so far that you like or I like just get super burnt out because I'm like like you know how we were talking about binging tv like they say that that's literally a sign of burnout because i know when i heard that i was like oh no (laughs) yeah you're literally like you want that feeling of that anxious like anxiety not anxiety but like adrenaline like you're getting high off of it basically so when i start a new project i'm like super excited about it i want to spend all my time on it and I definitely do 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 the same thing, like get up earlier, do mm-hmm. all the dishes, do mm-hmm. clean the house, get then... ready, like shower, wash hair. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then it all comes like to an end and I'm yeah. like really tired of the project. And I just like I thought that that was just like the process of how it goes. But then, you know, after doing further research. <laughs> I think what is it called habitual burnout mm-hmm. yeah we definitely have that <laughs> yeah self-diagnosed and I feel like too when you're like constantly surrounded in that world like it just doesn't seem like there's any way to get out and like you hear people in other practices or you know in other what do you want to call it fields and they have time to rest and relax and some of them like only work four day weeks and get friday off and get to and i'm like why can't we do that (laughs) why is that like not a universal standard to like just take a break like every I feel like every week you need a break like once a year vacation is not enough and I feel like that's just like if anything it kind of makes you slow down even more because 
your body realizes how tired you are and like getting back into it is almost impossible and Mm -hmm. I feel like especially as like a creative that's detrimental (laughs) to what we do because we need to be excited about what we're doing we want to share like some ways you can help yourself and get out of this feeling of burnout and how to like keep going so one thing I like to do because I also have like really bad anxiety I get panic attacks like and I think burnout triggers that Mm -hmm. I think I like push myself really hard in work like they kind of just tie into each other so yeah I have bad anxiety too so this is also how I deal with that um but I obviously need art like I've realized for me personally I always have to have like some sort of artistic outlet so whether that's painting or drawing design like on the computer Mm -hmm. or like even stuff for the podcast like that's just like an outlet for me it's just like another form of art that I can focus my time on that I'm so I'm not like focusing on (laughs) my projects at 8 (laughs) p.m. that's one thing I do no that's a good outlet I feel like using your hands or being able to just like let your brain roam free is a great outlet especially I feel like with art that's a good way to like immerse yourself into something different something that's not stressful (laughs) yeah And like you said, you're able to express your creativity and that's what helps you get through the panic (laughs) of life. Yeah. And also like a big one is, um, I know you like to be in your same workplace every day and don't like to switch it up too much, Mm -hmm. but I like have to change my work environment. Mm -hmm. Like otherwise I get like, I go crazy yeah no I can I mean I can see how that could happen I think that was happening to me a lot when I was working from home like just being stuck in like my bedroom basically which is where my desk was like I was going insane (laughs) yeah oh gosh yeah that would make me crazy working in your bedroom sleeping in there (laughs) It was uh, rough eating in there. Basically, I think COVID took a toll on all of us. <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> especially mentally. But I feel like I am the type like when I get to that burnout phase, I need to have alone time. Like that's how I recharge. And I don't necessarily have to be doing anything. I mean, I can even like if you gave me a whole day to do laundry, like that would make my day. <laughs> yeah. I feel like getting the things done that like I'm able to have a restful mind. Like I feel like when I'm in that state of burnout, like everything's a mess. Like my house is a mess. Like just there's yeah. no calmness anywhere. So if like I get that day to myself to like really just like, I don't know practice like mindfulness and like mindfully clean up and like mindfully do things that I know will like bring peace to my heart (laughs) 
I love that. But like, I don't necessarily have to be doing anything. Like I can even just like lay down and like stare at the ceiling. And that to me. Just <laughs> yeah, I feel that too. It's just like letting my mind roam. It's almost meditative too. Like just the practice of like being mindful and like not even having to think about anything. Just, I don't know, helping mm-hmm. yourself heal slowly. <laughs> Gotta have that me time. Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, or like having like your closest people around you and having mm-hmm. that time too. It's not as good as me time, but it still helps. Like yeah. and having someone to talk to as well, like venting, you know, mm-hmm. you gotta have someone to vent to, get it all out of your system. <laughs> Lenny and I do this a lot. So we do this before we start recording every podcast. So this yes. is a therapy session. literally another thing is like routine having like a good routine and trying to stick to it even though it's hard some days like for me I get up really early every day Mm -hmm. and so I try I don't always do do this like I'm not the best at it but I try not to get on my computer too early right because <laughs> I have a, an issue with like checking my email at 7 a.m just because oh, it's like that anxiety in the back of my head <laughs> I can't do that <laughs> I'm like oh I wonder who te- who emailed me over the last I mean I checked my email at five so it can't, it can't be that much but yeah. I just have anxiety so it's good to not do that and like get into a good routine every day and um, turn like shut your computer off right when it's time to be done yeah oh I and, do that I yeah. slam that computer shut <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally like focus your mind on something totally different yeah into like I know this is like something like simple but I love do not disturb on my phone (laughs) like at night I turn on my do not disturb and sometimes at work I'll put on my do not disturb because like I I feel like when I get overstimulated too that's also when I reach burnout like when there's just too much going on especially to like right before bed like getting on my phone like going on Instagram (laughs) going on Facebook going on TikTok or like answering emails or answering like log text messages from my mother i love you mom but it was a little long sometimes <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that those little things like really stress me out and so like personally like i like to just turn all of that off sometimes and be able to like really just focus because i do get distracted very easily <laughs> as some people may know yeah. and so I have to take little steps to make myself focus otherwise I'll give myself more anxiety by just being too all over the place mm-hmm. I need to get better at that because like I'll put on do not disturb so I don't like hear the sound but then I'll still like grab my phone and see the notification yeah you know that happens not I have to like I'm going to need to throw this thing away. Like, just throw that (laughs) phone away. (laughs) Well, did you see where Elon Musk just bought Twitter? And I'm like, can you buy Apple and Facebook and Instagram and just turn them all off? You just delete everything. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. I, I get in this crazy scrolling, like... I'm just... It's a routine. Frenzy. Yeah, you just can't (laughs) stop scrolling. And I'm like catch myself I'm like oh close out of Instagram like stop 
scrolling and then it's like mindless though like i'm not even looking yeah i'm scrolling (laughs) but then i'm like i start thinking about something else and then i'm i'm looked down at my phone and i'm like on instagram scrolling again i'm like what is going on it's addictive it's really bad and i feel like as humans we weren't meant to have that much simulation all the time simulation yeah it's really bad so yeah cut out the stimulation yes (laughs) cut out electronics for like certain hours of the day i think that's a good way obviously sleep is like the number one like help for burnout but you know i feel like i personally get really good sleep because i'm crazy about my sleep oh me too but i'm still tired that's the problem yeah, so there, I think there's like other things that probably help more than that. Yeah. You know? So and I feel like too, because there are like so many things that we can't control throughout our day. I feel like those little things like sleep, workout, like eating well, like I think taking back control is another way to kind of like I don't know get get back on your schedule yes take reins of your life like and just realize that it's not the end of the world like work is work it's not it's not the end all be all there's more important things there's if you have a partner if you have kids if you have family if you have friends like it's important to spend time with those people also and not just work <laughs> That's what I, that was like number one on my list like pri what's your priorities here mm-hmm. like I try to get put think about this every day like because I get super worked up about work things that make that really don't they're not that important like no. when you feel anxious or like you feel the burnout coming you should make less decisions that's what people say yeah. And I feel that's so true for me. Like I need to think through my decisions. Like I'm that type of person. I really have to think about every choice I make. <laughs> I'm not like a spur of the moment type of person. <laughs> and so like if I'm agitated, I should not be making like crazy decisions and I should be prioritizing like family and yeah. Know. Things that are easy. Like those you don't really have to like choose. Like they're an automatic choice (laughs) yeah like i gotta focus on my kid even though got like work stuff going on (laughs) it's hard it's It's hard hard to to find a balance especially being a parent (laughs) i don't know what that's like yet but (laughs) you will (laughs) i will one day have to balance that i do not know how you do it i don't know how anyone does it i don't know how anyone does it either it's a lot it's crazy Especially when it was like everyone was working from home and like they closed all the schools down, like seeing like people that typically go to work and like their kids go to school and like they have that whole day to themselves, like all of a sudden get like, like schedule no more. (laughs) I, yeah, it's so hard. It's really hard. how are you doing this right now? I'd be going crazy. <laughs> I feel like it's all, you know, support, like outside. You have to have help. Like there's no way, like Eric and I have to be a team or else it wouldn't work. It'd be so hard. Like I now understand like my mom 
she was a single mom and woo wee. <laughs> oh, she she grinded hard. So yeah, it's hard to be a parent and work. Yeah, those are two two very difficult jobs. I'd say the parent part is ten times harder though. Yeah. I mean, you can get burned out in anything, so yeah. Mm. Looks like I'll be a stay-at-home mom in my future. <laughs> hey, I think I had a year off, like, at home between school and work mm. so I could be with Willow. And although that was great, <laughs> I think I almost lost my mind being home. Yeah, I heard Just, that. Yeah, I've got, like, too much passion <laughs> or like i mean no being at a staying at home mom is awesome and really hard so mm -hmm. props to anyone who does that it's really fulfilling too but i felt like i just wanted to do even more than that yeah but balancing the two is probably very tricky it's tricky <laughs> but you got your schedule down i know your schedule by now <laughs> i know when we'll yeah. go to school and we gotta pick her up <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. And what time you wake up in the morning? Because I'm two hours ahead of you, but you're up pretty early. Mm -hmm. We're up at 6.30-ish every day. And we have a strict, like I said, routine, routine, routine. <laughs> like I keep on a routine because I think I would lose my mind without a routine. Yeah, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> We've been gone like three weekends in a row and I'm like, there it goes. There it all goes. There goes my cleaning time. Cleaning time. So that's when I start burning out pretty bad is when I don't have my me times. Your you time. Yeah. And like traveling is hard when you have like busy weeks. Mm -hmm. Tons of busy weeks. And then you're like traveling on the weekend. And I get that. Everyone's always like our family says, why don't you come see us on the weekend? And it's like. It's too much. our only time, yeah, to like breathe. Yeah, or like spend time with like your family, like you know your yeah. personal family. Yeah. It's, and or it's even like just your husband, like you need yeah. time. Or your dogs or whatever. It's yeah. too much, too much. And I feel like I'm always going to other people, and <laughs> and to them, it's like since we're just going to them, like we're not traveling that much. You know what I mean? Like it's just mm -hmm. like. You know, here and there we go see them, but I'm going and seeing like three different people. Oh yeah, at any given time, like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, I I know. Yeah, I know you know. <laughs> so it's a lot. Like to them, it may seem like you haven't visited them, but oh, <laughs> my schedule is booked and busy. <laughs> yeah, and it's like you're not even trying to be busy, but that's just the way it goes. Yeah, it happens. So I think there's many ways that you can kind of work your way out of burnout. And definitely, I hope this helped some people or maybe just hearing us vent was soothing to some. I know some of you love to hear us just, you know, go on forever. And we could. <laughs> we really could, but <laughs> we'll stop here. We'll save you. <laughs> In your ears. Yes. If you're even listening at this point, you made it. <laughs> Made, yeah, it you made it through this far <laughs> but just know that there's other people going through it too and I think as a society we can all 
learned from each other slow down a little bit reach out to your friends like if you haven't heard from your friends in a long time I guarantee you they're burnt out and maybe you both are maybe you guys just need to talk through it because <laughs> therapy is getting expensive <laughs> oh my god so expensive <laughs> it really is it's just like that had to get cut out of my budget but anyways <laughs> It's not the end of the world. We're all going to get through it. But the main key goal to get out of this is don't let yourself get to that final burnout phase. You know, I feel like everyone has different signs that they're getting there and recognizing them and being able to admit like, yeah, okay, maybe I need to take a step back or, you know, if you had plans to go out to dinner, but you're very anxious, like just say no, just like allow that time to be your time paint go work out cook clean do whatever makes you happy (laughs) maybe you just need to lay down and look at the ceiling lay down (laughs) look at the ceiling which is personally my favorite (laughs) (laughs) but use that hour of time that would have been something that made you anxious to do something that settles you settles your heart (laughs) yeah I think it's hard for me to even do that like you know you you may not want to do it but just do it because yep. it'll help in the long run. You'll feel 10 times better. Just like when people say they feel 10 times better after a workout, maybe that's painting. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's reading a book. Like you will feel 10 times better after you do that. And just be mindful and make sure to check in with yourself because we're always taking care of everybody else. Just mm-hmm. check in on yourself. Give yourself a little r r <laughs> Yes. and your mind and body will thank you for it and you can endure the duration of the rest of your life if you do that (laughs) (laughs) and if you don't you might have to retire at 32 like us no just kidding (laughs) (laughs) just kidding (laughs) um so thank you guys for listening we hope you enjoyed this episode make sure you Give us five stars if you enjoyed. Make sure you're following along. We post every Thursday. Our Instagram is at notsogood.ideas and our email is notsogoodideaspodcast at gmail.com. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.